There's not even any 1861 history or 1961 history to talk about. Nothing. There's no content today. No pre-show content. No post-show content. No during the show content. It's just the intro song, howdy, (laughs) outro song, Boardwalk Empire, which I don't even remember what happened in. Howdy, it's Monday, November 15th, 2021, and this is episode 161 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? It's daylight outside. I have a question for you. Have we, me me and you, ever recorded during the day before? Yes. We did. And we made a big point of it because it was a big deal to do it during Mm. the day. I don't remember when it happened, but I know that it happened. One of us must have been on, like, paternity leave or something, right? Yes, I'm fairly certain that that is what happened. Mm -hmm. Unlike now where I'm on lunch leave, so we have to get this done very fast (laughs) because we have very strict lunch periods where I work. Instead of having our usual depressants during the show, we have stimulants today, so we'll see how that impacts things. I just chugged a bunch of coffee, which will make me talk even faster. have to pee in the middle of the show. Yeah. And that will also make me talk even faster, so that's good. Because <laughs> uh, no, I, I remember when I, the one episode you were not part of, that was at like 10 or 11 in the morning, but I did not remember me and you ever recording during the day. Yeah, I think we did once ever. Mm. Actually, I remember sitting in the valleys with you, and it was definitely daylight because we were looking out the window at the beautiful AC Expressway. Yeah, so we recorded during the day at Bally's and we recorded during the day at Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. So we have done two during the day episodes in Atlantic City, and I think we did one not in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. This is just a podcast history show. We're not actually going to talk anything about the Atlantic City history because there's nothing to talk about. So I was actually going to bring this up last episode, but since we actually have no content, I think today's as good as ever. Let me pull it up. I just told you I'm on my lunch break and I need to go. Nope, 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 nope. All right. So I have a quiz for you that I found amusing when I was looking at the stats. Okay. When is the last episode that our episode time, other than episode 100, was over an hour? Was it the best of 2018 or whatever the last best of was? See, you know this too well because you're the one that actually makes this spreadsheet. But yes, it was episode 89, the best of 2018. So I think I looked and it was something like for the first 89 episodes... I think about two thirds of them were over an hour. And then since then, other than the episode 100 extravaganza, which I don't even remember what we did for. Lots of bets. Lots of bets. Oh, yes, yes, yes. None have been over an hour. I haven't actually checked if any of those bets have come either due or whatever, you know. We probably should. I assume some were going to come due at the end of the year, right? Most of them were for episode 200. So we Mm. still have like over a year. Oh, God. For episode 200. Are we still even going to be alive then? Like, that's so far away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we've got better pace going this year than we have in at least last year or the last couple of years, I think. I don't know. I don't think that's actually true. I don't know. We had a bunch of three-week breaks. Yeah. Okay, what's the next question? No, that was it. That was your only question. Oh, that was the only question. Okay. So my my next question is what happened in 1861, Craig? Not a whole lot. I don't know if there was something else kicking off in the country that would have caused an issue in 1861 where there just no. wasn't much history in Atlantic City. Well, there was a new president, Abraham Lincoln. I don't think... Yeah, I don't know what he did. I don't know. Mostly lost to history, I think, Abraham Lincoln. But 
six or seven years after this is six or seven years after the founding of Atlantic City. Probably not a whole lot going on in the city. Anyway, the only thing I could find from 1861 is that a newspaper called the Atlantic Democrat published its first issue on April 1st of 1861. This was actually based not in Atlantic City, but in Egg Harbor City, which I'm sure you've driven by many times on your way to Atlantic City. Ceased publishing in 1862. Yep. Lasted one year. And if we've learned anything from, well, any time really, it's certainly that people in South Jersey, they would have been Democrats in in 1861 or whatever. Well, there are a lot of newspapers called the something something Democrat. They didn't mean it in terms of political party, I think. Are you sure? That's it's possible. Yeah. Isn't know. there some Florida you, you paper right. that's still like the Democrat? Uh, maybe. 1961. Also not a whole lot. As we talked about at the very end of last episode, if you stuck around to the post show, we're getting into like pretty gross Atlantic City in the 60s here, I think. The Mayflower Hotel opened the first health spa in Atlantic City. So apparently there were enough people still going to Atlantic City in 1961 to warrant a health spa. Maybe health spas are a recent thing anyway. But the more interesting thing, the Mayflower, it was on the boardwalk at Tennessee Avenue. So you can already picture right where it is, right? Oh, because, yeah. You know, I've got it. You're looking out towards the Piccadilly. It's this whatever casino control. Casino control. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> of course. It was previously the Knickerbocker Hotel, the Alamac Hotel, the Sterling Hotel, and Young's Hotel. And if you know the name Young's, it's because of Young's Million Dollar Pier which is now the playground. So that's how it ties all the way around to current Atlantic City. But if you have been to a spa in Atlantic City, you can thank the Mayflower because surely no one else would have had the idea to build a spa in Atlantic City. Indeed. I found a postcard. I can post a link to the postcard that has a picture of it. I haven't even looked at this yet. I'll look at it now. No picture of the spa. Oh my goodness. That is an ugly banquet room. It looks like every low-budget wedding banquet room you've that ever seen in your life. just awful. And then a really gross-looking pool pool that's like has a roof over a very small part of it. Oh, no. It's like algae-infested. This is bad. This is a bad postcard. Hotel, motel, and spa. All Ooh. of the above. We're into the motel craze period, so... May I just say that, uh, you know, this is obviously uh, a pretty common topic for us to talk about, but it's still outlandish to me that the playground is just an empty husk sitting there out on the beach. Unbelievable. Young would never allow it. That's for sure. Our best friend, Young. Uh. Captain John Young, I believe. You don't get to be Captain Young by allowing your stuff to just sit empty. I think he actually only owned this hotel for like minutes before he sold Mm -hmm. it to someone else. But Owned a mansion on the ocean, though. It's true. I have a question for you. Yeah. How about that horseshoe Baltimore? I know you love it. How about it? So uh, I'm not sure if I've talked about this, but I've had a lot of basically use it or lose it leave. So I've been taking a lot of time off, which means I've been trying to go to the horseshoe every once in a while when they've got good deals for me or something I want. So last week I went on Tuesday morning. Uh, This is November the 9th at around 1130 a.m. Figuring I'd play for a few hours, just play some slow table games like Pygow or, or whatever. And I got there, and basically nothing was open. So what? No Pygow poker, no tiles, no live craps, a few crappy 6-5 to five tables of blackjack, and then the 3-2 to two blackjack, which this is not a new thing, but it was all like $50 and up. Uh, there was one Baccarat table, $100 minimum, and that was the only thing open in the whole Asian area. There was a pit boss just standing there in the middle of a pit with zero tables open, which was oh my weird. Goodness. What? Why? Just to tell people like not to walk across the ropes. Like, excuse me. Maybe. So I asked her, I'm like, when's everything opening? She's like, oh, I think 8 p.m. And I was just like, 8 what p.m.? The hell? 
because it was like eleven thirty. So I'm like, maybe at noon there's you know some tables will open up at eight p.m. for anything. What? So, it was pretty terrible. So anyway, I just played it. Ended up playing video poker for like an hour and then left, and that was that. Did you win? Did a bunch not of money, even Lise? stick around to get. Uh, I did win money actually. Hey, a couple hundred bucks. That's pretty good. But, uh, did not even stick around to get my Best Buy gift card because that I would have had to wait till two, and I wasn't going to just sit there until two. Wow, that sucks. Yes, surprising. Last many times I've been to Horseshoe, it's been basically completely dead. So interesting. I wonder how they're doing. If that's the case, I'm not sure. You didn't hop probably not great. Right in the car, go down the old BW Parkway to Maryland Live and uh, see if anything was open there. I mean, it's wonderful. It's a straight shot just from Horseshoe to Maryland Live it's to be like National Harbor. Probably yeah, ten or fifteen. It's pretty short. Then it'd be like forty-five from Maryland Live to National Harbor, but yeah, it's much longer. It's so past DC. Uh, yeah, that's really surprising. So I don't like Maryland Live as much as Horseshoe, but you know, no, Horseshoe's Maryland dead and has nothing not open. Very good. That sucks. Maybe next time I go out, uh, maybe I'll check MGM and see how it is. I have not been to National Harbor in several years, probably three, I'd guess. So. I've never been. Really? Never even checked it out. No. It's very nice. I've heard. It was like a bit too crowded, I think, is what I'd say about it. Like the slot machines are a bit too close together, but it's actually pretty nice. I wonder if that's changed at all with COVID. Yeah, I wonder if they kind of like emptied it out a little bit. I would hope. And also, you know, it's not brand spanking new anymore. Right. So. There's probably like less people trying to get in so they can afford to have fewer slot machines. Yeah. Because it was like everything was uncomfortably close together. Maybe I'll go down. I'll have to check it out sometime soon. So you haven't just been going to Horseshoe every day? No. <laughs> because why would you go and only play their terrible video poker? Right. I actually did find, and you, you saw some screenshots to prove it, 8.5 jacks are better, which is like, it's not good, but it's not the worst either. I've played a lot of 8.5 jacks are better right. in my life. I have no shame. That's about where I draw the line, I think. I mean, I have played 7-5 in the past, but I'm, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> this, this is the shame episode. Yeah. What are our secret shames? I play a lot of penny slots, and I feel no shame about it. So mm -hmm. uh, that's important. You could have just played a bunch of penny slots. You could have played Buffalo. I did play a little bit of Buffalo Link, because I know you said you liked it, and I spun like eight times. The last time I won like half of the money I'd lost back, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm cashing out. Yeah, Buffalo this Link. I don't love Buffalo Link, because I, like, I like the Link games, but they're so reliant on you hitting the Link bonus. Mm -hmm. And Buffalo already, I feel like, is a game where y you get bonuses fairly regularly normally, but like in the Link game, you don't get bonuses as much. And then... I do think that Buffalo can be kind of annoying where you'll get a bonus, like a free spin bonus. And you'll be like, finally, I'm going to, you know, I'm down to my last two bucks. I'm going to make some of this money back. And then you get a bonus and it's like 1.5 times your bit. And it's like, oh, why did I sit here and play this game for so long? <laughs> so I was also looking at the Buffalo Link machines and like, apparently there's some free games countdown or whatever, where it's like the free game is guaranteed to hit by some certain time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Three of them were at like the minimum, which was, I think they're at spin a hundred or something. And then it's like guaranteed to hit by 1,600 or 1,800 spins <laughs> or whatever. And one of them was at like 1,000. And I'm like, oh, I'll play it this one. It seems better. And then I got like four buffaloes the whole time. Or I'm like, yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Yes, that sucks. <laughs> that sounds like the buffalo experience. I still love it. I mean, it's very much a game where you're getting a lot of spins where you get part of your bet back, like 75 to 125% of your bet back because you get, you know, a few buffaloes or you get some eagles. But mm -hmm. eh, I, I, that seems like a game that you would not like. Indeed. I did not like it. I did have a 700-something dollar win on a 50-cent bet on a Buffalo machine at Caesars. AC? Yes, once ever. 
And so I always think like, oh yeah, you can really hit big stuff on Buffalo, but that's like an incredibly rare hand. That's probably like almost the equivalent of hitting a Royal Flush, mm -hmm. just in terms of the payout versus the, the buy-in. The multiplier of the bet is even more than hitting a Royal Flush. Anyway, I think my takeaways are Horseshoe on a Tuesday morning is a pretty depressing place to be. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to check out MGM National Harbor at some point, and I will be back at the Horseshoe at some time when it's like a bit more of a normal time, like maybe 7 or 8 p.m. some weekend night, because I have to use my celebration dinner. Yeah. And the only sit-down restaurant that's open right now is Gordon Ramsay Steak, which is open, I think, Thursday through Sunday night only. And they have nothing else open other than, like, Ben's Chili Bowl, where I'm not going to spend $100. You don't need $100 of chili, of half smokes uh, with chili smells, on them. It actually sounds pretty good, but yeah. it seems excessive. Obviously, a lot of their business is going to be evening stuff, because, like, no one's going there and staying there. There's not even a hotel there. Correct. So I don't even think they have... I know they used to have some agreement with, like, the Sheraton or something downtown, but I don't... I think now, if you try to look at room rates there, I think it just doesn't have them anymore it's like you go to atlantic city instead yeah i blame el dorado how is that yeah but anyway the horseshoe it's a depressing place at tuesday morning so like i said i'll check it out during a bit of a busier time and report back and i'll have to check out the national harbor again i see do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into no that's it news? we can get into actual atlantic city news so ocean got another restaurant they did called Mackay. i think that's right Quoting it from the article on the Ocean's website, At Mackay, you will find your favorite dishes with an island twist, including the hula burger, pancakes with a tropical fruit compote, and huli huli chopped chicken salad, as well as traditional fare like steak and eggs, island fish and chips, Hawaiian meatballs, and more. Mackay is located between the Top Golf and Amada, so you are speculating it's in the old Players Club Lounge space, which, uh, where is the new Players Club Lounge? I'm not even sure. I think it's where the poker room was. Is that right? The only time I haven't played poker there since it was Revel and the poker room was a floor above the casino. Yeah, that's what it was when Revel with Ocean. It was in front of the box office for the mm. Ovation Hall. Okay. And I think that's the new look. They definitely were redoing that for something. I've never been to the Players Club Lounge at Ocean, I don't think, which is shocking because I've had a black card for a long time. I don't think I do anymore, but I did have one at least for a long time. Yeah, so it used to be over around, just around the corner from Amada, as you just said. <laughs> In sort, and it was sort of a partitioned off wavy white wall, curvy white wall with windows and you could look in at the lounge and look at all the people eating their buffet food. I think that that's probably where this is going to be. That's that. I, it's... Open for breakfast and lunch seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Dinner Friday through Monday only, 5 to 10 p.m. Gotta get those Monday nights. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it open on Monday? I guess people stay on Monday, but like for dinner? Yeah, Sometimes like we... wouldn't Thursday be better than Monday? Like strictly oh, better? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, good that they're getting another restaurant. It looks somewhat interesting in terms of the food. I like breakfast, so <laughs> that's a good option for breakfast. I'm interested to hear some reviews. I don't know anything about hawaiian food yeah it looks fine got a good looking poke bowl on their website or oh, whatever that's true they do have the poke bowls all the rage yes i being a millennial love the poke bowls your avocado toast contractually obligated to do and your poke bowls that's right i'm sure this place has both of those things contractually obligated to love them so the other thing one other thing that happens bally's has introduced a new players club and they took away your celebration dinner voucher if you matched into the old players club. This is a good segue from Ocean because this reminds me a lot of something that Ocean would do. <laughs> so 
Jim from New York, the legendary Jim from New York, gave us the heads up via Twitter. He also noted that you can't use your free play on video poker anymore. I think that's actually fairly common. Yep. Borgata, you also cannot do that because I was just there. And they confirmed that you absolutely cannot use your free play on video poker anymore. And they have downgraded a bunch of people. So if you matched into Bally's black card. Which I did. A lot of people are now, and I think including you, right? Are yep. down to whatever the base level the is. Pro level. or something. Pro, pro, yeah. Star? Is it pro? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yes, I'm the lowest level now. So here's my feedback. It's just like a very strange decision for them to make, I think, because obviously Ocean did something sort of similar, kind of screwing over a bunch of people by taking away their, their comp dollars. Obviously, they were well positioned to like handle the blowback because it's actually a really nice casino that people actually want to spend time in. Obviously, given that since that's happened, like all they've done is go up in Atlantic City compared yeah. to the other casinos in terms of like how much gambling revenue they're making. And Bally's is not that way at all. And it seemed like when the new Bally's Corporation or whatever they're called. The old Twin River. Yes, the old Twin River bought Bally's from uh, Caesars or El Dorado or whoever. You know, it seemed like they sounded like they were going to be pretty player friendly. And this is an extremely not player friendly move, which for me, if they were going to do this, why would they even match me into a level where I was going to get this in the first place? It just seems silly. It makes no sense to me. Or why not match you and just give you a really short deadline? Right. On your dinner. Instead of just no no announcement to take it away. Yeah, I mean, I know resorts and Tropicana before they became part of Caesars, when they matched you, you had a very three months or something mm -hmm. or less to get right. enough tier credits. Resorts might have even been a month to, to get enough tier credits, like some partial amount of the yearly tier credits. Mm -hmm. Gold Nugget was always that way too. To keep the status. So that's not that uncommon. So they could have just done that from the start, but instead they decided to just do this arbitrarily with very little notice no notice as, as far as i'm aware so i never actually status matched i don't know if they are doing status matches into the new program so i don't know if i could go now and get whatever level is above pro but i guess i'll find out at some point i mean i still haven't been to the valleys since they've changed it it seems like they're going for very sports themed mm -hmm. i guess they now own these networks that show local sports not in this area but in other places so the levels are pro, star, superstar, and legend. I don't know about you, but pro has a certain connotation when I'm in a casino town. And it's not necessarily great. <laughs> Nothing. I, I don't get it. If you say that someone's a pro, say a female who's around the tables. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think only people like you. Degenerates. Yeah. Not that I'm really that, but... Indeed. Someone else thinks this is funny. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I tell myself as my joke completely dies here on this podcast. Do you want to talk about this last thing or do we need to roast Bally's even more? Uh, anyway, I, I think just like I said, I really like the Bally's casino and like I, I did go and I put in like quite a bit of play for, I mean, probably in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that much play, but you know, I played for two or three hours playing $2 jacks or better. And I, I think it turned out at the end of that, I got like 40 cents of reward credit equivalent, you know, 40 cents of comps. And like, as far as I can tell, like absolutely nothing from Bally's itself. So it's just a shame because it seems like I don't really have any reason to go there. And I do like the casino. So, yeah, I mean, part of that is probably that you're playing full pay video poker. So it's mm, not, I think it was, I think it was eight, five. I don't know if it was, oh, full really? pay. was it full pay? I don't remember. Yeah. I know that Justin S mentioned in our Facebook group that the lightning link lounge that they added removed a lot of their full pay video poker. So I don't know if that's, and he didn't know also if that's been moved or if it's just gone. So that's something 
worth mentioning or worth keeping an eye on if you're a video poker player. Uh, the one, the sort of last thing I, I'll say that you hinted at with Ocean doing this versus Bally's doing this. Ocean is like really a resort. Bally's is a casino. I think that there are people who go to Ocean and like Ocean who are willing to put up with this kind of nonsense. Whereas there are a lot of people who probably go to Bally's. The sort of typical oh, yeah. Bally's customer is a gambler. And oh, yes. it's not going there to eat at the restaurants and go to the club or go to the spa as their main focus of their trip. So I'm always skeptical or not skeptical, but I feel like it's weird when these places that are super casino focused do things that are anti-player. And I, for a long time, I sort of felt that way about Atlantic City as a whole. Like everybody who goes to Atlantic City is going to gamble. And I think we talked about that a lot very early in the podcast. But now you've got Borgata and Ocean and Hard Rock and even Tropicana to some extent that are, re- and, you know, Caesars maybe, <laughs> that are really like resorts and, you know, have done a lot of renovations that are nice. And so it doesn't feel quite like everywhere is just a place to go gamble like downtown Vegas. But yeah, it, it seems weird for Bally's to do this. Bally's, I think, more than any casino in Atlantic City is a casino. I agree with that. Maybe that the... No, even the Nugget has kind of like some more amenities, I guess. Yeah, they've got the pool deck and stuff. Like mm-hmm. people would go the, to that the for dock other or whatever. Than, yeah, the dock, yeah. I think it's the deck. Yeah. The deck. The deck, of course, yes. Do you want to talk about sex swings? I, I think I'll let you do this. You seem very excited about this story. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know how excited I am. There used to be a swingers club in Atlantic City, and it got a lot of attention. It may have been even before we started the podcast or very early on. It was called the Roleplay Lounge. It's out near Knife and Fork uh, on Atlantic Avenue, straight out from the old Hilton slash Atlantic Club. And it's been closed for a while, not surprisingly. And someone has finally bought it or leased it or whatever to turn it into a seafood restaurant. So there is a headline on Sojo 104.9 article by Heather DeLuca, From Sex Swings to Seafood? Question mark. And I thought that, that was an excellent headline and worth mentioning. And so if you're excited about this transformation from a swingers lounge to a seafood restaurant, which just set up all sorts of jokes on Twitter that I can't repeat, the people who are taking it over own a place called Good Dog in Philadelphia that's mainly just sort of a fancy bar with fancy bar food. But they say that this location will be focused on seafood, like I said twice. So... It's a little out of the way for me, I think. I don't think I'm going to go out of my way to go to the like former Swingers Club seafood place, but I guess I'll wait and see what the reviews are. I seem to remember, I'd feel like on the expressway coming in, like in the old days, they would have actually advertisements for this Swingers Club, which I always thought was very strange. But Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, it's a very niche thing. A swingers I think club. you would have more like targeted advertising. Yeah, just, just a billboard. That's, yeah, yeah, maybe billboards are just real cheap. Yeah, I, I, probably. <laughs> Yeah, so that's something to look forward to. I mean, maybe it's not that niche. Maybe I misunderstand. Just like, you know, <laughs> everyone who knows what a pro is also goes to the Swingers that's Club. That's true. Whatever. Maybe I'm the target audience. Yeah. Uh, early 2022 is when this is supposed to open. I see. Get excited. All right. As excited as you would be if you were going to a Swingers Club. Should I close this down, Craig? I think that's it. There was not a lot of news some stuff just came out about pilot bills, payment in lieu of taxes, oh. state changes. Come the on. State screwing the city over Let's again, Kyle. Relive episode like seven or, you know, through 50. Yeah, let's not get into that. All right, I was fine. very mad online earlier. Yes. Uh, we we had a discussion. Yeah. Greg was quite heated. But. 
maybe if there's a lot of popular demand we can talk about that next episode but for now if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners you can do so at our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash do for a win find all of our amazing content and buy a shirt at do for win.com or reach out to craig on twitter at do for a win or me at kyle askin or send craig a question via email to do for a win at gmail.com and maybe we will even read it on air any last words i think we had about eight views on the youtube this time that's good So it's going down well, I mean, you, you linked to it last time on the Twitter. You know, I'm sure you had some people who were curious and just clicked and were like, what the F is this? And then closed it immediately. And then they saw it and they were like, oh, no, I, I don't care about this. Yeah. Uh, 33 seconds was the average view time on the first one. So that's mm. the, the answer. So 33 seconds. And how many views did it have? 20 something, 23. So something nobody, like nobody, what you're telling me is nobody actually watched it on YouTube correct no there's no no interest in this i'm just wasting my time as i am you know with most of my life so yes disappointing so status quo i mean it's it's fine (laughs) just keep keep doing it make sure everyone is on youtube we cannot miss one just because you know posterity but 10 10 views for the new one indeed feels great we got a thumbs up did you all know that we also have a subreddit, very hidden, that I created in, like, episode 40 or something, so... Oh, and it has, like, yes. two posts in it. Craig is also an admin. Here, Here's where we really improved. Only 10 views, so, like, half as many views. Watch time, uh, 0.2 hours. No, that's not good. 12 minutes. It's not improving. No, that's way better than 33, 33 seconds. The last one was measured in seconds. This one's 0.2 hours. But is it the same? Because you said watch time this time, which is total amount of time watched. So oh. Last time you said like time per view or whatever. Or oh yes, this is, you're right. This is still, yeah, average view duration one minute and fourteen seconds. Percent yeah. viewed three point four percent. So it's it is a little better. It's really twice as good with half as many viewers. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is worth it to keep doing. Come but on, you, man. You're just, all missing out by you got you gotta you gotta give it like at least three more episodes. Let's see Fine. what happens. Fine. I guess if I had this attitude when we started the podcast, there would have been no episode three, let alone episode yeah. 161. Yeah, who knew? Anyway, Boardwalk Empire, season four, episode three. I just watched it. You watched it like four weeks ago when we were supposed <laughs> to watch it. Uh, yeah, I, I, all week I was like, ah, I still need to watch Boardwalk Empire. And then I realized, no, I don't, don't? need to watch Boardwalk That's Empire. Right. Nor do I need to remember anything that happened in it. There wasn't a whole lot that happened. Uh, we got to see Nucky in Florida talking about some real estate deals. We got to see him kind of figuring out how the Florida real estate kind of scam was working by talking to one of the book runners uh, before his big meeting with uh, a man named August that did not want to be called Gus. No, no Gus. Yes, August Tucker. Yeah, uh, so that pretty much happened. It turns out that Nucky was down there meeting his friend, whose name I don't remember at all, because his friend was in big financial trouble and said he would be forgiven if Nucky ended up agreeing to the deal. Nucky said it was a terrible deal, and then ends up agreeing to it at the end, but alas, August Tucker is already dead, killed by Nucky's friend, I guess, in a some sort of a, you know fight that happened. I don't know where Nucky's friend got that machete. But yeah, I guess you just have one. It's in the skull of August Tucker right now. Yeah, I watched it like right after Halloween, and it was uh-huh. very hot. The end was very Halloween. It looked like Halloween Halloween decorations. That guy with just a big machete in his skull. Yeah, all white and stuff. Yeah, so it was good. It was appropriate. We got to see. It seems like Harrow, you know, tried to give up his life. He buried his gun, then ended up getting confronted by the guys. Unsurprisingly, on the train, 
Uh, it ended up going better than expected. I thought for sure that what was going to happen was they were going to either kill his sister or, like, you know, make her miscarry or something like that in the confrontation. But instead, they both just got, well, Hera stabbed one and his sister shot the other one. So I don't really know what Hera's doing now. I guess the show was unclear about it. But yeah, he, he left to go somewhere. See what path he ends up taking. Found out a lot about Eli's kid in college who got to hook up his frat buddies with some booze and hook up with his crush at college or whatever, but gets interrupted rather funnily, I have to say. Yeah. I don't know. There wasn't really too much else. Got to see more of... Narcisse. Yeah, Narcisse. Oh, Narcisse. yes. Trying to turn uh, Pernsley against Chalky, which doesn't seem like a very hard thing to do, given that I think Pernsley has always hated Chalky. Yeah, so it seems like Narcisse is... Buying in with Rothstein seems like we're maybe setting up a Narcisse and Rothstein versus Nucky and Chalky thing, since I don't think Rothstein is in the best mood about Nucky to begin with after last season. So that's my guess of, of where it's going. Yeah, I got to see more of Jimmy's mom doing drugs and Jimmy's mom being with, uh, what's his name from Office Space? Except that at the end, the Roger, the fake Jimmy that she killed, his buddy runs into <laughs> her. And is like, did you remember what happened to my friend, fake like, Jimmy? Where's, where's Roger? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm being harassed here. I need to go to the bathroom and do a bunch of drugs to forget about it. Which, by the way, so I think that Roger was from the same town that Jimmy's mom and uh, what's his name from Office Space said they were going to visit for their anniversary. Oh, amazing. So I suspect they will actually end up doing that, even though they were joking about how they would never do that. Their fake anniversary, by the way. I see. Uh, Interesting. And run into probably more of Roger's buddies or whatever. Seems That's my prediction. Like a terrible future. idea for Jimmy's yes. mom, but she is taking a lot of drugs, so she's prone yeah. to terrible decisions. Uh, I don't know why we needed all this stuff about Eli's college life. I'm guessing it's just because we're setting up for him to quit school and come work for the booze racket. Probably. Yeah, get to see him and interact with uh, Mickey, so... He would have to go work for Mickey, right? Because his dad yes. didn't let him. Correct. He would have to be working directly for Mickey. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm sure will happen. It does seem a little to me like they decided after season three that every character needs a major plot and a ton more backstory about them. And they're just dumping all that on us right now in the first few episodes, which mm-hmm. I have to say is better than season three was. But it does sort of make me think like they had no idea what they were doing after they killed Jimmy in season two. We got this really crappy season three, and then they now they're finally, like, resetting and recalibrating the show. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't really like the Narcisse versus Chalky line that much right now. We'll see where it goes. I mean, I thought Harrow and his sister was, like, a nice line. I mean, Eli's kid is fine. It was sort of amusing, you know. Unfortunately, we'll probably get to see more about it, which is, doesn't feel necessary. Jimmy's mom just needs to be out of the show, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see. Better than season three, I do agree with you. I don't think Jimmy's mom is ever getting out of the show. Uh, I know. She'll probably end up marrying Nucky or something. <sighs> no, I don't <laughs> think so. I suspect that's not going to happen. Did we get any she... Margaret, speaking of? No Margaret. Yeah. We've got some Teddy talk, but yeah, no, no, no Margaret. No Eli. No, no one really too much in Atlantic City. So There's a lot of Florida. A lot of Florida. A lot of Florida. I don't want to watch a show about Florida. I said this about Chicago before when they were when they're showing all the, you know, Van Alden stuff. I don't want Chicago. I watch this show for one reason and one reason only. I want 1920s Atlantic City mm. visuals. I was going to say porn, but that would be crass visuals. Speaking of kind of being in the right era, at the beginning of the episode, like the very first thing you see is like 
basically Nucky in his hotel room in Tampa. And it's like mega 1920s hotel room. I thought it was a nice touch. <laughs> they do a good job with that yeah. sort of little stuff, I think. You have to if you're going to do Which, like, a period to show. To our, our current sensibilities looks just horrific. But, you know, it was very nice in 1920, I'm sure. Surely. Indeed. Much well, like Atlantic City. Very nice <laughs> in 1920. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. Our special afternoon matinee episode. We will probably be back in a couple weeks. Hopefully all of you that are American at least have a nice Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you shortly afterwards. If you're not American, we hope you have a terrible Thanksgiving. Indeed. It's rude. I was disappointed in myself, Craig. I made an F word during the show. Alas. What? I'm usually the clean one out of the two of us. I didn't hear it. It happened. At what point? What were you talking about? Valleys? Uh, Horseshoe, I think. Uh, Well, I'd say I'll clean it up, but I'm not going to clean it up. And in fact, the pre-show and post-show is just going to be you saying the F word.